0: Yeshua, I love you and I want to love you. Yeshua, my bridegroom, my loving Lord. Shalom nekulam. This is Aaron Hood with the Voice of My Beloved podcast. I have. An extraordinary co-host with me today. This is none other than Victoria Hood. Victoria Hood, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah,
0: it's always such a sweet time uh, when uh, we can get you on here. Have we done a podcast together? It's uh,
1: been a while. Like,
0: it's been a while. Probably has been like a while. months yes. at least. It's actually been a while since we've talked to all of you. So uh, we're glad to be back. Mm-hmm. We are here in Missouri. Um, yeah, so we just finished. Uh, uh, well, we haven't actually finished it. Uh, we got another, um, one more meeting coming up that, uh, is in Eastern Kentucky, but we went on the Be Ready Tour, um, uh, talking about being ready for the coming Bridegroom King and, uh, what that can look like, um, what, uh, how we should act, um, in preparation for the coming Bridegroom King. So that, we're going to just, uh, share a little bit about our time on the road and, uh, what the father was doing and, uh, we've got some, uh, upcoming events we're going to share with you, and then Mm -hmm. I'm just going to share with y'all, probably, I don't know, maybe half, we'll see how far we get, about what we were sharing when we were on the road, and uh, so hopefully you'll be blessed, but, uh, so we've got some upcoming events, Victoria, Mm -hmm. tell us all about them.
1: All right, so, like, really upcoming, like, next two weeks, um, we have Shavuot, which everybody's super excited about, because we've been counting down since Passover, Um, so June 3rd, through the 6th, we have a Shavuot weekend that we're hosting here at the Patterson campus, and we would love to see uh, lots of people.
0: Yes, love yeah. to see people and love to see the the spirit the, fall. So, exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're uh, excited for that. That's going to be mm-hmm. the 3rd through the 6th, and it's yeah. going to be a weekend uh, event. Uh, I think it may mm-hmm. even go into Monday. Uh, I don't know if I yeah, we'll have anything on Monday, like but there's more details on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. yes, if you want to come for that, be sure to register soon, yes, uh, so that we can make sure we got a place for you to stay
1: exactly. Um, and then August 19th through the 22nd, we have Above Ruby's Family Retreat, which I am super excited about. It's, it's like we had when we moved up here last year, it was like right before the Above Ruby's retreat. And I feel like it, it's something I need every year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the um, just the encouragement and Colin um, and Nancy Campbell, yeah, Colin phenomenal and Nancy.
0: people, uh, really grounded in in the Word and mm-hmm. their heart, and yes. uh, inspiring, inspiring couple. Yes, so we're looking forward um, to that.
1: Super encouraging for families um, to come to and just get that reboost that you need to um, understand the the fight that we're in and also just the awesome challenge get the fire yeah get the fire fight and get the fire exactly
0: yes that's great love love our families we want to see your families grow to the core of what the lord's doing in the world today yes next we have
1: october 9th through the 16th we have sukkot family week coming up yes Yeah. sukkot is victoria
0: is telling me that we have to camp this year you know, being here and, you know, trying to uh, run the event, you know, we, this last year, um, we're in For some in reason, Suka. Aaron
1: thinks he needs sleep.
0: Yeah. I feel like I need some sleep during that time, you know? I got so much prep going on. And then, and Victoria's like, we've got to be outside. And I'm like, I don't sleep well outside. And um, if but it was just code, sleeping outside, like- I'd be fine. But it's, it's, you know, security walking by in the wee hours of the night and, uh, dogs barking and mm-hmm. guineas clucking and, but yeah. that's just my experience. Your experience will be much better. Please don't let me frighten you off. It's going to be a great time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're going to camp.
0: And we're going to camp. Yes, God be the you glory. You just said it. Yes. Okay. So it uh, um, might be an RV, my kind of camping. <laughs> but uh, no, it is oh. going to be a great time. So the 9th through the sixteenth of October, it's a coat Family Week.
1: Actually, I might have to take that back because oh, we're you're having, having a baby. baby. <laughs> So we might not be camping. Oh, we actually, we might be having a baby in the tent. In the sukkah. hey, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> all right.
0: So you would definitely want to be here for that.
1: <laughs> yep new new hood baby coming. New hood Some baby coat. coming
0: during that time.
1: Um. All right, and then December twenty third through the twenty sixth, we have Hanukkah worship weekend. This last year, that was amazing. Yes, it was a really great really time. phenomenal. Worship. Um, super we had the excited Nesbits come mm-hmm. out Yeah. and
0: we had just, uh, a phenomenal time they did a concert for us Our, they're uh, an amazing group family mm-hmm. and uh, you can look up their music I'm sure just the Nesbitts uh-huh. um, family music and uh, pull up some of their stuff they got some great things uh, Sweet yeah. Surrender is one of the, my favorites that they sing yes. uh, and have wrote so it's phenomenal phenomenal time mm-hmm. I don't know exactly if we're having any special guests at this point but uh, it's still a little ways out it's December so <laughs> we've got some time but um do it now yeah register now i mean we just just blow our socks off and be like hey we're gonna come you know <laughs> and uh, mr russ he does all of our event planning and stuff he would just love that if somebody registered right now for uh for the hanukkah worship weekend yeah, so. i'm
1: not even totally sure if it's up on the website but <laughs> this is more just for you to be thinking yeah planning that about direction it. yes yeah. yes
0: and we've got a, a new thing, a new thing that we've not mm-hmm. done ever before, but we're the Harpin Farm Internship. And that's going to be in March, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, March 20th starts and goes all the way through October 18th. You, I believe come that you can come you can or for to. a month yep. or or the entire six months. Yeah,
0: and there's a promotional um, video for that on the website, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, it's just a combining worship um uh, prayer house that we started here. You know, a couple hours a day, being in worship and prayer, and the heavy, the heavy matters of the our time, mm-hmm. and just bringing that to the Lord in prayer. And uh, then we're also connecting that to um, agriculture. We're gonna be farming. Gonna be got a greenhouse. We're gonna be starting things, planting things, growing things. Uh, we've got uh, sheep, cows, uh, chickens, and uh, we're just gonna be learning about those and learning about God's creation and the amazing design that he has uh, given us for us to learn the benefits so much. And so many of the the Bible and Yeshua's parables were about agricultural phenomenons, you know, the wheat and the tares and the, the seed that was, you know, s- sown into the rocky ground, you know, or was, was stolen by the birds or make you fishers of men, you know, all of this stuff, you know, is um, outdoorsy you know, illustrations, the carpenter, you know, the potter and the clay, you know, these are things yeah. that a lot of us aren't familiar with the, the process. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's a lot to be learned, the whole Shavuot picture of the grain and threshing the grain and mm-hmm. winnowing and, and all of this thing. So yeah. it's going to be a great time. We're going to get, uh, I believe, it's really going to help me to grow. And uh, so we're really looking forward to that. So that's uh, all of our events we got coming up. We have uh, just want to share a little bit about our trip. Yeah, it was it was a uh, real blessing for us, you know, because it's been a while since i had been on the road. Uh, I think my last road tour was a year or two before we got married. So that would have been 2011, 2010, something like that. Is that about right? I
1: think you did one 2012. Oh, that was, yes, that's um, a love and
0: purity, but we had just gotten married.
1: Well, I'm saying you love. did a Zion's sake one in 2012. Okay. And then we together did the very first love, love and, purity and purity one in 2014. 14.
0: Yes. So at any rate, it's been mm-hmm. a while. Yes. Uh, and so we now have four children with one on the way. Mm-hmm. And we were not sure exactly how that was going to roll. And the children did great. I mean, we, it was really I believe it was covered in prayer. But we had a fantastic trip. We went down to Florida and uh, did a, a presentation at uh, a couple congregations in Florida, one in South Georgia. And uh, we've got one more that we're doing in uh, East Kentucky, like I mentioned before. And uh, we were sharing about uh, the Be Ready, the Be Ready message. We had good travel. Um, the weather was fantastic. The boys got to spend some time uh, on the beach and the Gulf and on the Atlantic coast. And we really were able to connect. It was a little bit slower paced um, kind of tour than what we've experienced before, you know, where we were meeting pastors, you know, a couple times a day and a presentation every other night. Um but we really were able to connect with the families that we stayed with. And uh, the presentation, you know, the, when you're sharing your family, that's what somebody said on the trip, uh, it made a really big impact, I think, you know, for us to be there as a family. We, it, we just connected on a le- lot deeper level than a couple of single guys come through who had no connection to what it is, even means to have a family or what it's like to have children and such. So it was uh, really good. It was a really mm-hmm. neat experience for us.
1: Yeah, the, it's really great. Sometimes you kind of get in your own little box, in your own little world, and um, it's just really, really great to get out of that and see where other people are at and what people are, um, you know, where they're, what we can learn from them and also where their struggles are and uh, encourage them in um, godliness. And, and we got, there's a whole desperate world out there. Yeah. And you never realize that more than when you go out in the middle of it.
0: Yeah, you're in the middle of the, with the yeah, so much chaos, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, we're going to go ahead and get dive into the message, and it's the Be Ready message. And I believe it, it wasn't, it was really humbling um, that the Father would, you know, make me a part of what he's doing on the earth. But uh, a couple months ago, kind of started to begin to work in my heart on what it means to be ready or to be at attention i guess it's kind of a military term it's like you are at arms you know or that you know you're ready to move right You're ready to move and that's the beautiful thing about sukkot you know it was like god constantly kept them in a place of ready to move and um so that's this kind of this idea here and um so this verse here i want to start and i just wanted to the, this, the Be Ready Tour, it was a purpose. Uh, the focus was encouraging the body of Christ to live with purpose and intentionality. We really wanted to have the, with, with so many uh, distractions and so many um, things that pull our attention and our time in all these other directions in, in America, the number one, I believe, uh, the number one setback or uh, hurdle uh, for faithful Messiah, you know, living for Messiah faithfully is distractions and just, um, we give away our time and our effort. It's all of these things that, that pull at us and, um, to stay focused, right? Uh, because we're so comfortable, the comfort and the convenience of our society, um, has lulled us to sleep. And, um, so the message of be ready is one that I feel like is important because there's an urgency, an urgency to it. Uh, in Matthew twenty four thirty seven, it says, but as the days of Noah, so also will the coming of the son of man be. And, you know, I think that's so important because my wife and I, we made a trip to the Ark Encounter, and it was such an amazing experience um, because of the presentation of how Yeshua is the door, right? Mm-hmm. The only way, there was only one door onto the Ark. There was one way onto the Ark, right? And um, Yeshua says, I am the door, Right? And he says, any man wants to come in, you know, and um, as I was considering it and thinking about it and, uh, you know, that, that arc is our relationship with Yeshua. You know, are we, are we living like the Lion of Judah will return any day? Are we, you know, eagerly awaiting and praying for his return? Are we building our relationship with Messiah or our ark? You know, I believe that's a connection there. Our relationship, our faith in Messiah is our ark. It's our salvation. That's what's going to cause us to float.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, above the waters uh when the flood comes uh are we doing that or are we eating and drinking marrying and giving in marriage as it says in the word that those that were outside like the day came and uh they were all washed away you know for the hundred years that noah was building the ark it says he was a preacher it says he was preaching to these people and in disbelief they uh ignored uh his uh his preaching and his calls to righteousness to repent and you know every day was the same and then one day it wasn't you know and, and it's going to be the same thing for us too you know um there's verses here it says in matthew twenty four forty four, therefore you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect hebrews chapter 10 35 through 37 says for yet a little while and he who is coming will come and will not tarry in 1 Peter 4, 7, it says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Romans 13, 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. I just r- love the fact that it says that, you know, the night is far spent. The day is at hand in Romans. And it's talking about casting off the works of darkness and putting on the armor of light. And there's... The picture of putting on the armor, right? At that, the uh, helmet of salvation, the sword of you know the word, sword of truth, or the belt of truth, the sword of the word, and um, and that's so important because when we put on the whole armor of God, right? In Ephesians six eleven through thirteen, it says, "Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil." For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So I'm, I'm just um, compelled by this um, picture here in these verses and how lackadaisical, you know, people approach their faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I believe, you know, that there is a certain urgency and a certain... Um, you know, I don't know. I feel, I feel like sometimes we're just don't grasp the seriousness of the Lord's coming, you know, and we feel like it's been so long and in one way it has, thousands of years, right? Um, but the scripture says, don't, don't think that he is slack concerning his promises, right? It says that he who is promised will be faithful to complete it. He is coming. Now, this verse here, I love it, says, he who is coming will come and will not tarry. So for thousands of years, you know, we feel like he's been tarrying. But the mm-hmm. truth of it is, generation after generation after generation after generation has passed away. And for them, their time is up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, he did not tarry. They, they are We are meeting or will be, will be meeting our maker
1: mm-hmm.
0: without any more time in our disposal. He has abundance of time. And so, when we consider that our lives are short, you know, I'm a flower quickly fading as the grass on the housetop, which withers, you know, and and uh, is gone one day, the next, right? That's what the scripture says a flower that springs up and the next day it's gone. And, and we have to be so intentional to live our lives for the Lord God so that we don't get consumed or swept up in the floods of ungodliness mm-hmm. or even in the floods of goodness. You know, I feel like it may be a, a worry here in the Bible Belt, you know, Missouri, Tennessee, I grew up. There was many people that were doing good things, you know, but it's there's a, a greater weight than just doing the good things for goodness sake. It's got to mm-hmm. be for the sake of the kingdom. It's got to be mm-hmm. for the sake of Yeshua. Yeah. And this verse um, verses here in uh, Ephesians 6, 11 through 13. It says, stand three times. It says that you may be able to stand, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. So I'm just encouraged by these verses encouraging you that to separate yourself from ungodliness that, you know, you know, we we're growing, the Lord's growing us. But if you are walking in ungodliness and you know, that God is um, wanting you to walk away from that, be strong to do it and stand Mm -hmm. uh, so that you can overcome by the power of his blood and by the word of your testimony. And then you will find favor in his eyes, favor with God. Amen. And I believe that you'll be able to walk in power when we uh, walk as overcomers, right? He's made us more than overcomers. we got to combat this spirit that will continue to live in sin, that grace may abound. Paul says, God forbid. We have to uh, be more than overcomers, for the purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the Mm -hmm. evil one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a warrior, as a soldier, put on the armor of God. Like, clothe yourself with it. Let it guard your heart and mind, be intentional about daily being in the word and Amen. in prayer that you will be able to withstand and recognizing that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen. In Nehemiah 4, 16 through 18, it says, So it was from that time on that half of my servants worked at construction while the other half held the spears, the shields, the bows, and wore armor, and the leaders were behind all the house of Judah. Those who built on the wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction and with the other held a weapon. Every one of the builders had his sword girded at his side as he built, and the one who sounded the trumpet was beside me. I love this because they didn't cease to build when the enemy came. You know, the the commandment of Yeshua or the Lord God is to build the kingdom. We've got to be building the kingdom at the same time wielding the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, so that we might be able to stand and uh, conquer and overcome the enemy. So we've got to take a weapon in one hand and a tool in the other and uh, live life with purpose. Again, purpose and intentionality. Mm-hmm. Uh, waking up in the morning with uh, visions of doing well to others around us, you know, our hands extended to the poor, visiting those sick and in prison, you know, um, witnessing to others, our friends and family, um, sharing the love of Yeshua that we have known or has been shown to us. And, uh, so take it up as a challenge, you know, every morning, um, remind yourself of the battle that we're in and, uh, to move forward. So the wedding garments, you know, it's there in revelation three, five here, there's a couple, uh, pictures that remind us of the wedding garments, right? We've got these garments of our warfare, right? They're not carnal, but we, we put on in our, in our mind, right? We're guarding our mind, hearts and minds. We're putting on these things that's uh, the shield. We have the shield of faith in the shoes, the sandals. Um, and so there's a the, also this idea that connects to the marriage or the wedding paradigm about uh, how the bride has made herself ready and is white. Victoria, you made your dress for the wedding, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it took you some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you work really hard to keep it white?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> who wants to be the bride that has a spot on her garment, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, in the same way, like these verses here in Revelation 3, 4 through 5, says, you have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments. and They shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name from my Father and before his holy angels. So these verses are talking about, you know, nobody wants to be the one. You know, it's going to cover up our shame. I, th- I think the next verse here says, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich in white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. Behold in Revelation 16:15 uh that that verse I read before was Revelation 3:18. Revelation 16:15 says behold I am coming as a thief blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments lest he walk naked and they see his shame. We don't want the shame of having our garments defiled or spotted when the Messiah comes. He is worthy of our in you know the virginity really in that in that kind of picture of you know he is worthy of us waiting for him he's worthy of our love and our affection and we don't want to be ashamed we don't want sin and and we don't have to be ashamed right because his blood cleanses us from all filthiness of the flesh right we we just have to ask for that forgiveness and we have to be um intentional not to continue to commit those same sins but to find victory to to stand, to embolden ourselves through the word of God and through prayer and with the counsel of brothers and accountability all of our lives, striving for this place of holiness so that our garments will not be defiled and that we are not be naked and see our shame. We don't want to be that bride that comes to our wedding day with defiled garments. we got to behold, he's coming as a thief. As as he says, blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest they walk naked and see a shame. And Revelation 19, verse 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. We've got to be ready, you know, uh, for the coming of the Lord. Yeshua, he says, he will not tarry, he will come. And so we uh, want to talk more about that. Next time we come back, Victoria and I are going to share a little bit about our story, our, our wedding, and then uh, some, uh, some more scriptures and verses. But we're going to have to uh, sign out for now. But uh, it's been a real blessing, and we uh, hope to see you or hear from you. Uh, Email us. We'd love to hear your comments on this. Um, Aaron at loveandpurity.com. You can email me or Victoria at Mm -hmm. loveandpurity.com. Email us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, And it's a God be the glory. So hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Y'all be blessed.